Everybody knows that the woods are scary. But the question is, what is the scariest woods to you in a movie or TV show? You first, Cheats. <laughs> well, in, uh, in classic Cheats fashion, I'm going to ignore the question and answer it how I want to. Which is, because I can't think of anything really good for that, but I will think of a movie of how not to do a supposed wood scene. Which is, I think this was during, it was right around the time I think we were doing the Mockbuster month. I'm, I'm struggling to remember it. I think it was like Alien Hunter or something was was the movie. It was uh, Alien versus Hunter. Yes. <laughs> so all the characters were like out in the woods and like the alien creatures kept popping up and they just looked absolutely abysmal. But the other thing is like the woods, they also choose to do this. We're not like one of the movies today that we're doing. Of course, the woods are like Midwestern woods where it's fucking dense and like super packed. Well, and like Eastern you, woods. Well, close enough. Fuck you. <laughs> and like you can't see anything. And these are like I feel like they pick woods out in like fucking Nevada or someplace like that where it's just like the woods like the trees are like literally like eight feet apart and they're like a post. Yeah. And it's just like there is nothing about anything in this movie and they spent a lot of time in the woods. Yeah, I remember the way those woods looked where they were all the trees were re- really far apart and there was a very nice like lovely like uh Yellow leaf fall all over the place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm assuming that we're counting the woods and the jungle as the same thing, right, guys? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, it kind of is crazy to me that you would have picked Alien versus Hunter instead of Predator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another one I also just thought about is, oh, hell, what was it? Was Don't it Rainbow steal the... all the good woods movies, Jeez. What, Was it Rainbow in the Dark? Is that what it was called? No. Serpent uh, and Rainbow? S- Serpent and Rainbow. There yeah. we go. Not a Dio song. Cheats was deliberately stealing all the shittiest <laughs> yeah. movies. That's what. That's how he started his question. These are the worst ones. He's like, well, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to say McDonald's Playland, where they have the living trees with the faces. Hey, <laughs> those are pretty fucking creepy. <laughs> that is pretty yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scariest time you ever saw it on TV, was in McDonald's. <laughs> well, they had the trees in the commercial sometimes. Fair enough. Trees with faces on it. Okay, we could just we could just move it over to where it's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I guess it hey, is what's one of your the, fucking problem. <laughs> it is one of the creepier times because of the uh, whole uh, little person that hung himself in the background of one of the shots, and then they had to cut it from the movie. Pretty fucked up. Somebody hung an ostrich. There's you know the two legends that it's supposedly either a, a person. And like a, <laughs> a rejected munchkin. Yeah. Which, fuck. Like, those jobs, those jobs back then were a dime a dozen. <laughs> it's not like they were in any way, like, It's not like the glorious. modern times where they where they just hire one guy and they duplicate him 10,000 times. Oh, my God. For, to make Oompa Loompas out of him. And he wasn't even a little person. I think he's on the tall end, but yes, I think he is. He is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, regardless, that was bullshit. So, anyways, the woods. Steven, you said you had one. And this was one that... I thought of a couple days ago, actually, when when watching one of the uh, movies that we did, because it's like the right way to shoot in the woods. Right. Recently, a movie came out on Netflix, I think, last year called The Ritual, which uh, I've read the book for, and I really, really enjoyed the like first three fourths of the movie. All of the wooded shots in that movie are amazing. It's all shot in the forests of Sweden, mm-hmm. which are like the most metal fucking woods that you can ever think of. It's basically. Extremely tall trees where all the brush is on the top of the tree, but like from from probably like probably three fourths of the tree is just spiky branches, so it just looks evil as fuck. 
these four guys are clearly just fucking lost out in the forests of Sweden and they start seeing like fucking bears and like elk and deer and shit that are like hung in the spiky trees like with all their innards out and they're like kind of ritualistic like sacrifices with their fucking hence the name yeah hence the name (laughs) the ritual with their fucking guts hanging all over the place and stuff and then they can hear obviously something following them and watching them and like they turn around and they like sort of see like blurs going between the trees because these aren't like all just long skinny trees a lot of them are like thick boys yeah thick boys (laughs) Speaking of thick Thick boys Thick boys spelled out in death metal font (laughs) Fuck yes The Black Dahlia thick boys (laughs) Well I mean actually a lot of the Swedish death metal bands That make music videos They film in Forest of Sweden I mean it makes sense Yeah so it's like I'm telling you if you guys google this shit There's hardly more metal places than this Like maybe the inside of a volcano that's a different kind of metal, I feel like. Yeah, yeah that's doom metal. Yeah. <laughs> this is clearly black metal. Yeah, I think that's kind of the theme of most stories where anybody's in the woods. It's like, if you're in a group, there's always like two-thirds of them that are just terrible. Like, they just should never have been there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why the fuck are you here? Fuck off. And that was a lot of what that story was about, because I read the... I didn't ever see the movie, but... Rich, like the Especially the beginning, it's like... You just get sick and fucking tired of the stupid fucking character who was too dumb not to wear jeans and go hiking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was, like, part of the story is they all fucking went and did it to, like, have one last hurrah together. Like, none of them even really liked each other that much. They just did it for the sake of doing yeah, it. Yeah, they used to be really good friends, and then they just got together again well, for this. Well, kind of like the idea of the connecting friend is the one that's dead now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, one more of these. <laughs> and then, you know... <laughs> That should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That'll take care of it, I think. None of us have really spoken in a long time, and we all sort of hate each other and kind of blame each other for this shit. Yeah, like, why even bother? The answer is don't bother, because you'll all die. It's the woods. God damn it. Okay, so I can't remember the name of the fucking movie, and I only watched, like, 30 minutes of it, because I just had no interest. Oh, this should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to figure it out. Yeah, I mean... It, it's a really recent movie. I know that all you guys are going to remember. It's the one about the forest in Japan where people commit suicide. The forest. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I'm, I can't think of it, but for some reason I just want to call it the forest, but I can't, I can't be right. <laughs> it is, apparently, if you say so. It can't be right. It's, for me, it's either between that one or Annihilation, where they go into the woods and just, it's just four people that are just assholes to each other constantly before they got into the mystical woods. But once they get in there, it's like this crazy... You've, is it, yeah, you guys have I've seen, seen Annihilation? So yeah, creatures. there's 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 fucking all kind of crazy ass shit. A fucking alligator bear or whatever the fuck. No, it was a there was, there was crazy... an alligator and then a bear. Yeah, it was like a hell bear. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really was because it could. Mimic... It was like a doom enemy. No kidding. It could yeah. mimic yeah. the voice of of the last thing that it killed. So like it killed one of the characters and then it would it would make the sound of her screaming mixed with its roar. Like as a natural ability. What a fucking ridiculous evolutionary advantage. <laughs> it's like you could so easily pick them off one at a time. It's just like, well, I'll just eat this one, and then everyone will come to where that voice is coming from. Just eat them, too. Not a single thing about that that sounds appealing. No, and its face was, like, sort of skeletal. Like, like you could... I don't know if you saw the movie, but it was, like, essentially like a... It's a real skull head. <laughs> it was like a skull of the bear, but with, like, a little bit of fur on it. Mm. Nope. <laughs> it nope. was... By far the most terrifying part of that movie. Don't like it. <laughs> Runners up, 
I would say Big Fish and Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Sleepy Hollow is a good one. Sleepy Hollow for that cha- for that fucking tree that's like bleeds when you chop at it, and there's like fucking viscera coming out of it. Doesn't Christopher Walken live in that tree? Yeah, basically. <laughs> kind of. Actually, I think Hell lives in yeah. that tree. Whatever. <laughs> That's just a tree hell door. D-Hart, are you going with McDonald's? Is that your, your choice? McDonald's slash... Uh, but there's one I'm really surprised none of us picked, which was the most obvious for me, because I figured one of you guys would pick it, was fucking Evil Dead. Uh, fun fact, I have never seen Evil Dead. What is the matter with you? A lot. And the second one really isn't creepy. Creep. Uh, the second one's more fun. Than yeah, that. no, I'm talking about OG, Evil Dead. Yeah, no one wants to talk about the tree rapist. <laughs> <laughs> the rapist. Big surprise. <laughs> well, I mean, those Thanks. have to take the cake for the creepiest woods, right? They're literal rapists. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the trees that are lir- that literal creeps. <laughs> I mean, the only thing they're missing is the cat calling. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to say, I feel like all the like mysterious sounds count for that. <laughs> the trees are whistling. Just the wind whistling Fucking through the terrible. trees at the four women. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Alright guys, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. And there's a reason we're talking about Creepy Woods today, and that would be Phil's fault. <laughs> well, it had been... So fucking long since I had seen the Blair Witch Project, 1999. I think it had been since 1999 since I'd seen it. And I really didn't, I didn't feel like I remembered anything from it. Because I was like, oh, fuck, I just remember him just being in the wood. Like, that's all I remember. Oh, that was right Oh, wait back. a minute. <laughs> and uh, I just recently saw a, one of the movie covers for Company of Wolves, 1984, um, that had a fucking wolf. Uh, exploding itself out of someone's yeah, mouth. It's got to be one of these two here. Yeah, it's this one here. Um, it's a, it's like I can, you know, you can't tell if it's a dude or a girl because it's been distorted. It looks kind of like a dude, and there's just a, some sort of a snoot just exploding <laughs> out of the mouth of it. And I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, man, that can't be real. There's they, they fucking, they're trying to pull one over on me again with one of these fucking lion ass bullshit movie posters. That is dead up in the fucking movie. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, they deliver. And it's kind of good because, like, I feel like we're starting to run out of werewolf movies. To do. No. I mean, I'm sure there's lots there are, of... There's always more, but, you know, they're... We're running out of ones that are, like, reasonably good to watch. Worth a shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think we're going to see too many more that have better transformations than this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, we, I think we've hit our very last peak of trans- werewolf transformations. <laughs> From here, it's just like straight down the fucking... Two good ones in this. Yeah. I will say, though, and I just want to throw this out there because I've been watching it, is I saw a werewolf transformation that I'd never seen before done in a, in any kind of, like, entertainment. What's and that? I was watching the the newest episode of the Shudder Creepshow series, and there's a werewolf story in that. And the way they do the transformation is, like, certain parts of the show, they'll they'll cut scenes, and they'll, they'll show, like, animated, like, comic strip animated like pictures of the scene. Yep. And so whenever the werewolves transformed in this episode, they did the transformation with the comic book clips. That's pretty cool. So it was like it showed one and he was just had like a little change and then it was almost like a flip book. Yeah. And then they flipped another one and he had a little more hair and some nails and then another one and the snoot and stuff. And it was I thought it was really innovative. I never really seen anything like that. And cheap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because they can outsource that to Korea. Which one do you guys want to start with? We should probably start with Blair Witch and yeah, I <laughs> work agree. our way backwards. Okay. Okay. We could have stretched out our Woods question for a couple more minutes. <laughs> this is going to take about five seconds to get through. Well, they scream about a map, and yeah. that's the end. <laughs> I was just going to agree with Steven. I mean, it's basically just three people go in the woods and yell at each other in scene. <laughs> Did in any of you watch the video that I posted I didn't in get our a chat? Chance to. I watched about ten minutes of it, and I was like, all they're doing is just describing them. This is terrible. <laughs> And I couldn't make it any further. I was like, I can't listen to another person that knew them tangentially talk about how they used to borrow crackers from him or whatever okay, the fuck. Well, that's not the whole thing. I know. I, I <laughs> Most figured of it, it couldn't is building be. up the Blair Witch mythology. Fair enough. Which they barely do in this supposed documentary about the Blair Witch that they're shooting. Yeah. Well, like Cheat says, let's let's just get into the premise real quick. Like, so the IMDb synopsis is three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend leaving only their footage behind. And this, as everybody knows, it, it, it was the start of the avalanche of found, of found footage. footage films and horror yeah. that just flooded. Well, yeah, this is like the first piece to fall from the avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like whenever they throw dynamite out of a helicopter to cause the avalanche deliberately. <laughs> because that is exactly... This is like blood in the water for a fucking shark. Yeah. Like, movie producers are like, you made this movie for how much money? <laughs> and how much did you make? And all you had to do was say it was Jesus real. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it's also hilarious, yeah. too. You just had to make a supporting documentary to support this one. And to make it look real, all you had to do was just make it have nothing in it. For years, I thought that I had watched the actual movie when I only watched the documentary that was supporting the movie. <laughs> Good. Because it's I probably like it better. better. It, it has is, to be it better. Is, it is so much better. Dude, <laughs> the the documentary that you're talking about, which is the fake documentary that supports the fake the movie the documentary. Blair Witch. Yes. It is interviews with people. Not like three interview clips and then let's just walk in the fucking woods for two hours. I was actually really impressed with it because it looks like, okay, you guys have to be like literally related to the people that are in the movie. Because there's like pictures of them when they're young and it's like that guy has a weird face there's no way they got a kid <laughs> right that had the exact same weird face no. and put them both together it would be so much easier for everyone if they just interviewed their actual family yeah. because then all they I, have I mean, to do is just casually tell a story and it's going to look as shitty as it would if you did that which is right. what a documentary is it's just like random individual who's not an actor say some shit okay there it is cut and plus they have the detractors also in the documentary yeah. Where it's like, it's, Blair like, Witch is it's a very interesting document. I wouldn't believe a word of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird too, because the sequel that they made to this movie was like an actual film, which I kind of want to go back. I might go for my 31 days of horror. I might go back and watch Blair Witch 2. I know it's a piece of shit, but. Well, there's also the, uh, the new Blair Witch movie. There is a sequel to the documentary. No, there's uh Blair Witch 2. Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows. And that's an actual film. But it's yeah, just a movie. Just yeah, it's just a regular movie. So how is that a fucking sequel? <laughs> Have you seen Blair Witch that came out in, like, 2016? Yes, that is also a movie. Is that any good? <laughs> it's serviceable, but it's not good. Okay, see, I played the game Blair Witch, like, at the beginning of the week, and uh, I fucking hated it. <laughs> and then it <laughs> crashed, game. and it's like, thank God. There's like a couple games. <laughs> it's like well, a computer it, game? Yeah. Yeah, like a computer game, Stephen. <laughs> it's terrible. Wait, oh, oh no, it... it, it, it <laughs> 
It's like Yahtzee, Steven. <laughs> well, I didn't fucking know. Wait, he, here's the thing that also like makes... So, is there one or two games? DR? Also, God forbid I didn't know that the Blair Witch Project had a fucking video game, by the way. No one's... There are multiple video games that are on PC, but this one came out on like everything like... Okay. Or three years ago. Commodore 64. So, the weird thing actually with one of the games is apparently like... There was, there was a game that came out on PC around the same time as when the first movie came out. And it was made by the people who made Blood Rain because they used to make, like... Well, hold on. They used to make PC adventure games that were better than the Blood Rain games. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, like, one of their very first games, they just took a character from that and put it in the Blair Witch game that they made. Solid. Yeah. And the other thing also is, again, kind of like the other stuff related, where the Blair Witch movie is, like, not so great and all the supporting material is, like kind of good same thing apparently the, apparently the game was like actually kind of decent and it was actually like kind of spooky and actually did stuff do you remember when we started talking about this movie and then now we're just talking about video games yeah well that's <laughs> also because like there's nothing to we, talk about we in already movie. talked about the whole movie some people may think we're joking when we say three people go in the woods and yell at each other but no that is the movie so it is pretty funny philip was talking about he was talking about how they went to do this documentary, and it wasn't even a fucking documentary, basically. <laughs> but, like, there's a there's an actual scene in this movie where they have a source, like, somebody who is essentially the town guru on the Blair Witch. Yeah, he's the historian for this town. And then, uh, well, no, I was talking about the, the woman, the old woman. Oh, the one that everyone's like, go talk to her, she'll She's crazy. <laughs> right, right. And I just thought it was hilarious that, like, she was, like, a good source for it, because she actually had information about it. And then later in the movie, she was just like, oh, she said something, but I wasn't really listening to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, I get that. <laughs> I because mean, sometimes just... you're paying attention to, like, the audio levels or, like, if shit's in focus and all that stuff. And it's like, sometimes you don't she would really listen to, to what's being said. She would be taking notes on, like, points. Like, to, like points. Yeah, if she was you the one doing the interview, which I assume she was. Because <laughs> the two dudes weren't yeah. talking on I mean, camera. Like, if, if, Unless you want to watch your... Hundreds of hours of video that you're taking. Right. You want to be taking notes. Something interesting happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and around this time, look there, you know, because you want to be building the, the narrative in your brain whenever you're filming it. You, you're going to film you know, everything. You know, man, like, ideally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we often, and sometimes we're being exaggerating and sometimes we're not, but we often say, the four of us could easily make this movie. It is so fucking basic and shitty. There's nothing in it. And it's like sometimes we're like kind of wrong. Like it would take like, you know, microphone operators and like editors and all this other stuff that like we just wouldn't have this expertise to specifically do. We could for real make this fucking movie. No fucking question. Today. People you've <laughs> never heard of are already making uh, found footage movies. That are more advanced than this, because this one doesn't show you anything. No, nothing. It really doesn't show you anything at all. I'll tell you, okay, they show <laughs> you a tooth wrapped up in a bundle of sticks. That is as far as it goes towards showing us anything of consequence in the fucking woods. Besides was that, they're a, just wandering it around. Ear? It was a tooth. There was a mixture There were style. teeth, and uh, I think... I, I looked on Wikipedia because I wanted to see what stuff this was. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Teeth, oh, I saw it was a tooth. hair, and... Something that they think is a piece of tongue. But, you know. I just said, I saw the tooth they, and I just thought it was a blood. It might be a piece of tongue. And <laughs> that's what it says on Wikipedia. So it's up for the debate. So stupid. Yeah, so that's what's really unfortunate with this is because the premise has potential. 
Like, the story and the environment have potential to, like, make something good. It's really weird, because, like, I remember when this movie came out, mind you, I was, like, super young, but even then, like, I remember being, like, why people are saying this is, like, really creepy. Well, yeah, they were saying it was real yeah. at that time. I mean, it, it was very much marketed as a real story. So, right. that is, like, the only trick of this movie, because <laughs> yes. having basically no memory of having seen it in the first place, and I already knew it was fake when I saw it that time, like, in, in, in 1999, without that, it has fucking nothing. Nothing. And also, like, imagine if IMDb was like it is now, then. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. just like they would it would have nothing then. Are these even fucking the actors? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, but they went by their real names in the movie. Right. It's supposed to be real. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I'm saying like so they're not actors. Yeah, they are. Like most of the people that are interviewed They might have done stuff after. Yeah, they did this. stuff they after. This. Sure as fuck didn't do anything before. Well, let's see. Well, first of all, I've never seen any of these motherfuckers in anything else, and the rest of their movies look like just pissy buttholes. <laughs> but the fact that... God, just a bunch of shitty fucking movies. The fact that they weren't in a movie before this, and they just went by their actual names, I guess that only helps the supporting documentary yeah, I mean, that Dehart's talking it, about. These are literally their friends and family they're interviewing. It, it really is a marvel. It's a marvel of marketing. Yeah. They built a wave of excitement for something that is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is... On its own, it's not. It's if not. I honestly believed, if they had convinced me that this was real, it would have been so much more compelling. But the fact that you know it's fake, and that anyone should know it's fake, by the way, but the fact that any time after it was released, and it was obviously like found out that it was not real... It's just ruined. There's nothing to it after that. Nothing at all. They tried to do something similar a few years ago with the movie The Fourth Kind. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. It was like an alien found footage type movie. Like very vaguely. They tried. Is that whenever they introduced the new Star Go Wars? I, I think that it's not found footage. I think it's supposed to be recreations of people's uh, reports of experience. It's kind of a mix of both. I, I remember watching it and it's got definitely has some found footage style what, stuff in it. Was that the alien movie that Millie Okovich was yes, in? Okay. Yes. I remember but, And that was a big mistake is putting her in it, number yeah. one. And number two, like they did the same thing that Blair Witch did and they presented it as like these are tapes, like this is a real thing. And then it was like, but this was when IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes were like Yeah. Readily like nice platforms. So it fell flat on its fucking ass from the get-go. Like I'm almost positive it says in the movie that recreations of what people are saying happened to them. I'm almost positive it says that, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't matter who's like, in it then. Cause oh, you if, know I, that's if I were abducted by aliens, I probably just don't happen to have a movie camcorder with me. <laughs> well, and also a friend to use it. I just remember reading a CNN article because people were like thinking that the movie was real. And so CNN and other news sites had to basically... Came out and were like... like it's not real. Here's links to their the actor credentials and stuff like that. Well, that's because people think that Men in Black 2 is real. Like, <laughs> people will just, they're just dumb as hell. If you tell them one time, this is based on a true story. Well, that's a fact. That, I mean, I found it, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> okay, this Microwaves a, will give you testicle aids. This brings up like a whole different thing. Yeah. It's like, what are some of the most egregious based on a true story things? I've got two ones that really stand out to me. 
Yeah, this is a great thing to talk about instead of this movie, which is nothing. <laughs> well, uh, we've talked about this movie. Yeah, that's what so I mean. So let's just go off on a tangent here. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Wolf Creek. I've still never seen Wolf Creek. Okay, well, here's the basic premise. Guy goes into the woods with two ladies. Two ladies disappear. He comes back and is like, I was abducted by some guy. <laughs> I'm sure the ladies were killed. And the movie is all about... You were talking guy. about this in, a, in an earlier podcast. Yeah. Well, the this guy, guy just completely got away with murder because he just no, lied. And then no they made fucking, a fucking movie about no it. There's fucking way that this guy is not a fucking murderer. Yeah. I know it. Dude, it's so obvious. Because he, he escaped. It, it, he didn't see anything that happened in the movie. First thing is like he gets crucified up in like this little shack thing. And the rest of the movie follows this guy torturing and killing the girls. Meanwhile, he he manages to escape at the very last minute of the movie. He runs off to the woods, like spinning around. It's like, and it, and it shows a tech crawl that says he wasn't able to show the police where the guy was supposedly based at. <laughs> it's like fucking arrest him. He's murdered these girls. Well, <laughs> so here's the thing: they probably were like positive he did it, and they just couldn't physically tie the ev any evidence there was no evidence they couldn't physically tie him to it they're like well you obviously killed these girls but we can't do and shit about it and then the movie it. comes out and says that it's based on a true story yeah <laughs> that is the fucking egregious thing I, yeah it made me so fucking mad i mean of course the murderer is gonna lie and say he didn't do it but how are you gonna make a fucking movie about it and say it's real like this really happened <laughs> fuck those two girls it's like it was clearly just some other random guy like mind you like i know nothing about like this entire scenario d heart but even now like i'm just picturing like the cops being like hey did you murder those women and him just being like no no i didn't i didn't murder anybody it wasn't me mate wasn't me did he say did he say it was a black guy no because every one of the tr like true crime stories that i hear on like my favorite murder and like forensic files and shit the fucking person that's like no it wasn't me some black guy robbed us and killed us it's always a fucking black guy yeah of course it's like well, why are people so ready to believe that that's in america this is yeah a, this of course. is australia yeah of course they probably had some <laughs> other it's like it was an aborigine or whatever they call them they're yeah, native uh, in individuals. Apparently there's a Wolf Creek Shutter series right now, but I haven't... Have you watched any of that? Before? No. <laughs> I haven't gone back to the Wolf Creek well. <laughs> Is it based on the same thing? I think, I think so. I don't know. Well, let's get back to Blair Witch because there is something I want to talk about here. If you're in the forest and you have a map, what is the last thing that you should do with the map? Ooh, ooh, can I answer? Sure, cheats. Is it kick it into a creek? Give it to the asshole. <laughs> oh, okay, we got two different answers here. Hold on. It's the same thing. You give it to the asshole, and the asshole kicked it into a creek. Yeah. Okay, if you have a map, and you have, like, a physical thing that you can locate on that map, you're not lost. Yeah. Just go along the river back to the road. And they had a compass, yeah. too. By the way, by the way. Who cares about the compass? The, the, the river is on the fucking map. It's on the map. Yeah. You can see which way the river's going and go the direction you need to go to get to the road. Ultimately, that doesn't matter, considering that, you know, the uh, supposed witch can just shift the woods how she wants. Yeah. Not that they actually, like, say this, it's just implied. I get where D what D-Hart's talking about, though. Like, even if there's magic stopping them leaving the woods... Is there, though? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who knows, Steven? I'm just asking, in our minds, what's more likely... These three morons not being able to figure their way out of a fucking trash bag or the witch shape-shifting the woods to meet her agenda. She could be confusing them with with magic and just making them think that they're reading the compass right when, uh, when they're actually just walking in a big fucking circle. The whole movie. <laughs> Basically, the real problem is that, like, 
even on screen while they're shooting, they look at the map maybe 30 fucking times. By now, you should know what the fuck the map says. It's like, there's not much on the map, surely. It's just woods, and then a river. And then what? Maybe like a house a or a highway somewhere? Like I would expect at least the road and you river should to be know on the map. by now what the fuck the map looks like. <laughs> Where is the river? Is it on the east side of the map or the west side of the map? Or does it run along the bottom? Where the fuck is it? You're a fucking moron. You've seen the map. You don't need to look at it 85,000 <laughs> times. Fuck you! These people deserved to die in the woods. But also fuck the guy who kicked the map into the creek. Well, also, like, one thing that, that amuses me is, like, I feel like this might be, like, one of the most petty reasons to just start murdering people, like, from a villain standpoint. Because, like, pl- like, there are plenty of horror movies where the villain just kills people, whatever. But in this, it's just, like, the group walks into, like, a small clearing. There's, like, some stones, and, like, one of them trips on one of them. Because, like, they're, like, piles of stones. And then it's just, like, it's, like, immediately afterwards, assuming there's a witch, the witch is just, like... You kicked my stones. Well, you gotta die. She puts the stones directly where they would, yeah. where they would kick him. <laughs> they could have easily faked it and made it look better. You know, if they just parked on the road, got out like ten feet into the woods, and made their own stone piles. <laughs> it's like, well, this yeah. is yeah. the Blair Witch Cemetery. <laughs> well, and, and I don't think they knew what they were going to find. I don't think they knew they were rock It's piles. on a map. Somebody should have been able to fucking tell them what they were going to find there. It's like, well, you know what? Instead of walking for two days, we're just going to fucking make it. Fake Dude. it. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> and another reason why I know these weren't really actors, unless they were, like, trying to become actors, and they're like, these will be the perfect people to put in this stupid fucking movie. When the guy admits he fucking tossed the map in the... or kicked the map into the river... That is some of the shittiest acting I've ever seen. It's like you're fake, maniacal laughing while talking about kicking a map into the river when earlier you were screaming and yelling at this girl for having lost the map. Yeah. It, I, These two things are totally I, incongruent. Witch powers, Philip. Yeah. Let's just chalk the whole movie up to witch powers and just stop talking about it. I will say that the thing about the woods is that they are inherently spooky. Yeah. Like, they are. So, even... I saw this as a kid. You know, it came out in 99. And, like, even still, like, when they wake up in the middle of the night and they hear, like, fucking yelling and voices out in the woods and stuff, and this is when they're all together, and they hear, like, there's potential, like, some real creepiness there. Like, like, if I was in my tent and woke up at two in the morning and heard, like, fucking steps and, like, giggling and my fucking tent started moving outside, I would be absolutely terrified. Like, that, personally, for me. If I were giggling, I'd be ready. I'd be ready to beat some ass. Right? Yeah. Just some... It's like there's no child that I cannot kick the shit out of. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go out there and it's just like a giant monster child. <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> you fell for the oldest trick in the book. Of course, they walk outside of their tent and there's nothing there, and there's like snaps going on in the woods and stuff. I mean, trees and branches fall in the fucking woods. It happens. Right. But like, there's some genuinely creepy backdrop to this that they could have really yeah like used I, more. I want to give them points for trying but i mean execution. they get points for establishing a genre yeah i mean i hate the genre but I, they get the points for it are they negative I points because no made... i mean they made a fuckload of money and they established a, an actual genre and horror that has lasted for 20 fucking years 
Well, yeah, but it's a shitty genre. That's what I'm saying. It is shitty. That's what I'm saying. Do they actually get My subjective view on found footage doesn't mean shit when it makes millions of dollars. Like, people like found footage movies. But (laughs) it's objectively terrible and fuck those people. (laughs) So. But, cheats, they've got, uh, this is filmmaking for the people. (laughs) You, You can go into the woods. You can figure out a way to make a found footage movie. It's great for... Is this going back to the uh, the question of art versus trash and which one we go with, the heart? Well, I'm saying that this is a gateway. You can do arty shit with found footage. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody do it, really, but you could. <laughs> Regardless of our opinions of how shitty it is, I'm just stating the facts that it's a trailblazer. It's true. No pun intended. Oh, yeah. Because forest and trailblazing is really funny. The funniest thing about about the (laughs) amount of money that this movie made, by the way, is that for the newest movie that came out like a couple years ago, how apparently it didn't make as much as the box office, and they're just like, "Well, this made a billion hotelian fucking dollars, nineteen ninety nine. Why didn't it work here in twenty sixteen? I wonder why. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the new one was one of those PG. 13 horror movies we always talk about. Oh, probably. I think it was. Unquestionably, man. Unquestionably. I mean, this should really be PG-13. I think the only reason it's not All is the, fucks. the amount of fucking they <laughs> yeah. say. All the fucks. Fuck is probably the number one on the... If you were have, like, the tag map of all the different words in the movie, that's number one, I love and map you, is number two. Yeah, that's what you called it a tag map. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like a... No, that's what I'm saying. That? Yeah, no, it's like a... Like but that's funny. Cloud, I don't know. It would it just is. be... The map would just be the word map and then fuck all the way around it. Right. Where's the map? Fuck! Josh! Mike! <laughs> map. Map. <laughs> 95% of this movie is them gathering a small bit of information and then being lost in the woods and screaming a lot. And then the last eight or nine minutes is when they stumble upon a cabin. I mean, the, the fucking, the like little, I can't remember what they were called, but the, like the little stick figures... That they wake up to and find all around their camp is pretty cool looking. Yeah. Like I said, good potential for spookiness. But it's just not there. It makes me angry. And then, of course, the cabin, for me, was the scariest part of the set, obviously. Because old rundown houses. Yeah, I mean, at the time... It's the only thing that is a set. The rest of it is literally just woods. (laughs) Right. It's not a set. Again, uh, this worked better at the time because you were, you know, if you were riding the wave of excitement of the Blair Witch, it's like the, you could think that you saw something in that scene, but you didn't see anything. Yeah, there wasn't anything. There was to a see. guy standing in a corner, and then the camera falls down and it's blurry. There was some bloody <laughs> children's handprints all over the walls going up the stairs. And yeah, yeah. I'm kind of torn as what to whether or not I should say these people are. Does it mean the the creators of this movie obviously win? In this whole thing, they made a ridiculous amount of money having made one of the worst movies ever released in theaters. <laughs> and on one hand, I'm like, if you just put some monsters in it or like s- cut down on the amount of time we're just traipsing through the fucking woods. I would like to have at least an appearance yeah. of the Blair Witch. But the thing is. As seen in the drawings with the. Uh, right. The, with the furry with the, body. With the, with the hair, you know. Yeah. Doing a thing. <laughs> but as soon as anyone would have seen that on film, they'd have been like, not real. They would have immediately known. And that's why they didn't put anything in there. And that was brilliant. But also, it just made a shitty movie. Like, it, it was exactly like you're saying. It's like, this is perfect for a one-time amusement park ride style 
like, oh no! And then you have after to be, that, it's totally garbage. You have to be bought in on the hype. Yeah, 100%. in the first place. I'm really interested in whether Jordan reading or listens to this episode or not, because I'm pretty sure the first Blair Witch Project is one of his favorite horror movies. Probably I would suggest just... that he don't go back to it. <laughs> just keep the memory you have. I was about to say, whenever in 1999, whenever he was like 11 or whatever the fuck, and he saw and he like probably thought it was real and everything, it probably blew his fucking mind. That's my point. Like without all of that surrounding it, this movie is nothing. Yeah, it's like I think if you were going to show this to a a modern person you'd want them to be a kid you'd want them to watch the documentary first and to have and no kind of primer besides that documentary and, and you have to take away their phone that way they can't look up whether it's yeah, real or not regardless until it's over no access to the internet it just has to have been long enough that the person hasn't heard of a of blair witch which is an issue because there was a somewhat recent movie made called blair witch basically the moral of the story is don't watch this now there's no reason to if you've seen it before you know, you've already had the best experience you're going to have with it. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it before, it won't be a good experience. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on now to The Company of Wolves, older of the two movies, 1984. This one's also an hour and a half. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. I think the actual run time in the movie was like an hour and 17. So, a teenage girl in a country manor falls asleep while reading a magazine and has a disturbing dream involving wolves prowling the woods below her bedroom window. Okay, not really, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah close enough, I guess. She There's a dream. She's not dreaming about that. <laughs> a lot of dreams are wish fulfillment. So it seems to me like she just wants her sister to die by wolves eating her. Or by well, just beating the hell out of like, her legs. Pissed. Pissed. Yeah, I was about to say, her sister comes up to the fucking door and is just like, Pissed. <laughs> like five yeah. minutes straight. <laughs> kind of don't blame her. Yeah. No, no, for sure. She's clearly jealous as fuck of her. She gets to do whatever she wants because she's the baby. So, what we just described is just a very loose framing device they use for the rest of the movie. The entire movie being within the dream. Almost entirely, Maybe. (laughs) You also get David Warner right off off the bat. Oh, yeah. In one of his (laughs) rare non-creep roles. Yeah? (laughs) Yep. His non-Wally Winka role. (laughs) Wally Winka. I forgot about us using that name for him. Wally Winka. Only other one I could think of is the doctor from Ninja Turtles 2. Besides this, and it's just all creeps besides that. He just has kind of a creepy voice. He was Kal-El in... Or is it Kal? No, it's Kor-El. Superman's dad in one of the Superman movies. It's Kal-El. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember which one... Like what. No, 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 wait. Kal-El is Superman. It's, it's Jor-El. Jor-El. There we go. I what, said Kor. What Superman okay. movie was it? I don't know. I'm, I don't I don't really remember. I, I remember Brando and I remember Russell Crowe. Yeah, Space Dad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, his Space Dad. Yeah. I'm not talking about his Earth Dad. Superman's father in Krypton. Yeah, Kevin... Co- Ke- Kevin McCoster? <laughs> Kevin... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> Kevin McCosner. Amazing. Whatever. Anyhow, <laughs> so she's dreaming, the little girl. She's wearing an um, unreasonable amount of makeup. I guess she'd just been, you know, going the, through the buzzing sister, stuff. The, the sister uh, complains about her having stolen lipstick. lipstick. Yeah. Right. She's in there reading a magazine. I can't remember. Something about a shattered dream or something like that. I don't know. The name of the magazine was. It was just like a pulp thing, I think. It was just stories. Anyways, so she's dreaming about 
a little girl who is the same actress, I think. Well, it's her sister. To start yeah. with. Yeah, she she gets murdered in the woods by wolves. But, but well, actually, they just beat the hell out of her legs. Because in her casket, she's whole. Promise you like those a, wolves would have ate her fucking face. It's she the has softest strangulation bits. marks around her neck. So the wolves <laughs> did just beat the fuck out of her. Also, you did get to see some cool little, like... <laughs> Little doll puppets running around the woods, or little men in, in doll suits. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like all the creep dolls that she has, or the things that murder her sister in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sticks her fucking doll army in the wolves on her ass. <laughs> One of them looks like it's a straight fucking potato. Yeah, with yeah. glass eyes embedded in. It. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. So if you were wondering when we at the beginning of this podcast started with what's the scariest uh, woods situation it wasn't because Blair Witch because that was just three idiots <laughs> right this is they were scared <laughs> yeah and I was scared the movie was never going to turn off so she's being basically stalked by giant teddy bears and fucking gingerbread men that are made out of potatoes <laughs> yeah corduroy not yeah. potato men Gingerbread men made of potatoes. <laughs> just, just poor. Well, I'm giving you the general shape. Eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just... Eat a potato. Potato bread man, then. How about Eat that? Eat a gingerbread Does potato made dick. Yes, exactly. Point is, just for anyone who hasn't seen this, to give you an idea of, like, some of the imagery, is like, this could have been, like, a grim fairy tale. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that... Totally. I mean, it kind of is a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely a lift from uh, Snow White, or not Snow White, but uh, Red Riding, Red Riding Hood. Hood. Also, like, when we say wolves here, like, there is a couple wolves in the movie, but the majority, when you see the wolves, it's just this hilarious group of different types of German shepherds. They're just, like, I said, they're just different colored German shepherds. Yeah. They're such good boys. There's, like, two or three of them that are so fucking fluffy. Yeah. They're like... They're like yeah. <laughs> It's like this, this like, dog has chows. never been in the woods. Ever. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's like the fluffiest fucking cuddly dog. Yeah. Dude, I just wanted the I just wanted her to slow down and then to just get to her and just like climb up on her and be like, ah, and be like so friendly and happy. It's like, wait a minute, you're not scary at all. Who's a good boy? Yeah. yeah. That's why they had to just show her slowly slide down a, a tree and then just the the quote wolves coming in there. What about uh, this uh, this funeral service? So I thought that the marks on her neck were just post mortem makeup done poorly. Oh, I, I thought it was supposed to be bruises, but I, you know, it doesn't. Everything matter. is really up to interpretation within oh, the movie yeah. because yeah, there's a lot of weird shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get ready for Little Red Riding Hood meets Alice in Wonderland meets Returns to Oz, <laughs> and also all of that plus a little sprinkle of eraser head in there. Just a <laughs> just. Sometimes weird shit happens, and who sometimes the fuck knows a, why? Sometimes you find a baby statue inside, inside of, an egg. of an eagle egg. Sometimes you find four baby statues inside of an eagle egg. Yeah, and then I you mean, present you it to your mom, one. and it starts crying. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I think some of this is like very specific, like folklore. Yeah. For for England, because I've to heard be. some of this before. But and it's never like, go so that... in the treetops uh, where the eagles lay, and you <laughs> might find a baby egg. This is kind of relevant to our art versus trash, because it's sort of art meets trash. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably probably a good description, considering like some of the effects in this are like you see in, in uh, quote, trash movies. Oh yeah, like the Gene Simmons tone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or also like the, the, the wolf transformation, the very first one. Right. Oh, that was cool. The, the one where the guy rips all his skin off and then it... Like one little piece at a time. Uh, it's so crazy looking. Yeah. Man, 
some of the fucking effects in this movie are crazy top notch. Like, especially for 1984. The little girl goes home with her grandmother, who is played by Angela Lansbury, by the way, who uh, our listeners would know as the voice of Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Right. Or Murder, she wrote, Doi. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. She is Mrs. Potts. I I don't know if a lot of our listeners are fucking watching Murder, She Wrote, Philip. People still know what Murder, She Wrote is, We probably have a lot of younger younger listeners. It's still known as a cultural reference, I think. Yes. Somewhat. That's fair. So, and her grandmother's telling her these stories. <laughs> She's just like, and the wo- <laughs> if he was attacked by wolves, he would go to heaven. But the type of wolves that he was attacked by, he was soul would be dragged straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you about it. Never trust a man with a unibrow. <laughs> yeah, like all of grandma's stories are just like men are trash and men with unibrows are even more trash. Yeah, well. And it's just like... Is she wrong though? She's not. <laughs> Problem is I have a hard time disagreeing with almost any advice she gives. Yeah. She is spot fucking on with every piece of advice, especially in the olden days kind of times that they're living in where it's like your water comes out of a fucking dove, dove shit filled bucket. Dude, can you imagine drinking out of this well after just 50 doves just flew out of there? It's like, yeah, it's probably definitely won't give me 800 avian flus. So here we get a story inside of a nightmare. No. Yes. Yes. We get a a story inside of a nightmare. (laughs) I started thinking about it. Fuck. What? I thought of another movie that has a story inside of a nightmare where you don't even... Or a story inside of a story where you... Oh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me has a ton of stories inside of the framing device. Yeah. And I would never bitch about that. In fact, one of these really reminded me of Stand By Me. Yeah. We'll we'll get to it whenever... (laughs) So, yeah, I mean the... Yeah. So, they, um... they've, They've got the dream sequence going, which is the whole movie. And then they've got... Stories that are being told by mostly Angela Lansbury, but other characters tell stories too. And the, it's basically like, to it, me... It's almost an anthology movie. It is an anthology movie. <laughs> this is, I think it's described as an anthology movie, like huh. officially. This is as close to a um, trick or treat kind of thing as I can think of. Because while those stories are actually happening all in the same universe... They all seem to be revolving around one specific story. You and know what I'm saying? All, like the, it's like cutaways feet. to other things. Yeah, and yeah. it's it, to me this is like I got you. Trick or treat before trick or treat. It's also got another connection with trick or treat because it's the only other movie I think I've ever seen where they do the shedded skin werewolf transformation. Yeah, totally. Actually, that's super true. I mean, there's other movies with that, but I think these two do it the best. Okay, so this first story as a a woman marries a traveling man with a unibrow and on the first night that they're married he goes out to the, the yard he did have a shite <laughs> and uh, he never comes back they presume him dead because obviously it's the middle ages which uh i was able to figure out pretty close to when when this is by uh the preaching had like a weird reference to a mythical beast in it yeah and apparently it was in like a for, a late 14th century uh translation of the bible Noise because it's like it was mentioning a cocktress, <laughs> yeah, which cockatrice. is a it can turn you to stone. Cocktress sounds yeah, pretty it dirty. Can turn you to stone. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, okay. It, here's the thing: cockatrice, not cocktease, Stephen. <laughs> a rooster lays an egg, and then that egg is incubated by either a toad or a snake, depending on the mythology. 
it turns into a, a like a basically a mini dragon. Which so can basically, turn you to stone. Wait, wait, or... wait. The plot of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to Jurassic Park. Life uh, finds a way. Yeah, life finds a way. If you're, if you're the prodigy of a male. <laughs> so they look for the guy, and of course they can't find him. They presume him dead, and she just gets married again. I mean, it's Middle Ages. That's so just how it works, yeah. I guess. Like next week. I mean, honestly, something like she, that. She should be pretty stoked. And, and the, this guy doesn't show back up until years later. She yeah. has three kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, three living kids. So she's probably had like 17 kids. And so dude shows back up and he's like, whore! Right. <laughs> because like, it's like, dude, it's been like, like three yeah. years. Get the net. You went to take <laughs> a piss nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you want from me? He fucking is kicking her ass all over the place. Finally, uh, he starts. He, he rips all of his skin off, turns into the fucking robot dog from that one movie. A robot dog? Yeah, where the guy builds a robot dog. Chomps. Chomps. There it is. Yeah, he, the one that's like whenever they have it halfway open, it's just like all the like crazy circuitry and shit. It looks a lot like this to me. Except for this is like a rubbery and bloody. Yeah, this <laughs> looks like muscles and shit. Yeah, that was super gross. When he's Ugh. pulling his skin off like piece at a time, it's real gross because it's super stretchy. And, like, so he puts his hand, like, in his neck skin, and he's, like, pulling it, like, yeah, really long. And, of real, course, you see the muscles underneath. Real gross. I thought the best part of this was, like, well, there's two really good parts. One where the, uh, it first gets his snout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. Pops in And then, uh, when his neck goes from a human-sized neck to a dog-sized thick neck. Yeah. Where it just pushes out, and it's like. <laughs> There's a big blob of rubbery muscle stuff going through a hole. Yeah, basically, his human skin pooped out a dog through his mouth. The husband, the newest husband that fathered all the children, shows up. Fucking smokes this motherfucker in the head with an axe. Done. His head falls into a giant bucket of milk. Don't know what that's about. For drinking. <laughs> How much do you want to bet these people still drink this milk? They have to. Oh, <laughs> They'll die. They don't have any other milk. Blood milk. <laughs> it is blood milk. Also, can we talk... It's probably better for them. Also, before the, the old husband comes in, like, the woman's sitting, like, at a table with her kids, and she's just, like, being, like, real nasty to them. And can we just talk about, like, how dangerous, like, this woman is just fucking cutting potatoes <laughs> next to an actual fucking child? That baby is, like, slumped over on the floor all, like, sideways, and she just, like, yanks it up off the floor and just starts peeling the fucking shit out of these potatoes and screaming at the other kid. I'm just like... That potato peeler is going to take that little kid's eye out. It wasn't even a potato peeler. It was like a little Straight knife. Up, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like a parry knife. knife. <laughs> yeah. If that fucking slips, that baby was dead. I mean, at least stabbed. That booby, that baby knew what it was uh, signing off for. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you would have called it a booby all the way. So, husband is pissed off because she was attacked by her previous husband. Well, I don't no, understand what that's about. I think what... Her reaction to seeing his face. Yeah, she yeah. was she was like still in love with his severed head, and so her husband slaps the shit out of him. No, she felt bad because he fucking had to go get wolf eyes and then murdered. There's no reason he should be an asshole about it. She looked at him and was like, "He still looks like the same day that he left." What, so he's threatened by a like, headless man. You fucking bitch! <laughs> he totally did. He lost yeah, his fucking yeah. mind. Okay, so just quickly before and that's we move... the end of that story. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> The moral of the story is, men are fucking shitty. Uh, one's gonna just bail on you while he goes to take a shit. The other one is going to whip your ass 
for no reason when you just got attacked by a crazy werewolf. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to point out. Well, she shouldn't have been falling for that severed head, Philip. I know, I know. <laughs> gotta, gotta put her in her place, I guess. Bitches be trifling. So, <laughs> God. in the credits, in the opening credits of the movie, it's like Angela Lansbury, this other guy that is usually a creep, all these other actors, and then Robot Wolf Operator. It's like, fuck yes, Robot Wolf. <laughs> Woo! That shit is coming soon. It's like, I got so stoked when I saw that in the credits. I was like, yes. <laughs> Dude. And you know they had to put him in the credits because he's like, come on. This is one of the coolest fucking parts of this movie. It's a good band name, too. Robot Wolf? R- Robot Wolf Operator. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Awesome band name. Well, no, no. How about just a, a band called Robot Wolf and one of their songs, all capital letters, uh, Operator. Nope. And then it just starts... No, just, it just good. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> she goes home from her grandma's house. Um, she's... Well, you know, while she was there, she was helping her make a badass, like, Red Riding Hood outfit. I guess the reason she stayed with Grandma is so Mom and Dad could be at home and just be upset about the daughter, other daughter having been eaten. Yeah, she says the mom can't emotionally take care of her right now. Which makes sense. Why the fuck does Grandma live across the haunted woods? How about she just comes and lives well, in one of the houses, the, not in the middle of it's fucking only nowhere? Listen, there is an old saying, over the river and through the woods... To grandmother's house we go. No, there not. you go. He just said it. It's fucking science, Philip. <laughs> it's it's science. Mentioned, it is mentioned once. Folklore is not science. That grandma and mom do not get along together. So she's like, you're banished to the fucking woods. Fuck living in town well, where all the like, hey, people are. We'll just live in a different town. <laughs> She could be on the edge of a whole different town. We don't know that. Uh, she's in the yeah, woods. I mean, the daughter does say she's I like. I think she's a witch. <laughs> I think so too because when she gets her head punched off spoilers it turns into fucking ceramic and just smashes it's like well so yeah that that was confusing and also awesome it's surreal man none of this has to make sense yeah it's a dream dog calm down like so um <laughs> calm down <laughs> calmer than you are so there's a little boy in town he is the smith apprentice he's a real scott farkas type Scott Farkas. Whatever. Yes, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the best part of that name. <laughs> a baby Angus Young, basically. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to mac on Little Red Riding Hood. It's like uh, He's Rosalind. missing one of his teeth right in front. And it <laughs> makes him look like real trash. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, though, probably of all the little boys, he probably has the most teeth. Because he mostly has a full set. We forgot like. about something whenever she left the grandmother, right before she left the grandmother's house. Angela Lansbury, like, peers down at her and she's like, don't I deserve a kiss for the story I just told you? And she's just like, don't I deserve one? And so she kisses her and she goes, yes, that's the way to give Granny a kiss. And then it just (laughs) changes the scene and they're in bed together. (laughs) It's like, whoa. Well, this is back in the day, whatever. Steven, there's only one bed. There's only one room in any house you go into. She is sleeping, like, in a bunk bed, like... I guess her sister probably had the lower bunk because she had the upper one. And she's directly overlooking her parents having sex. (laughs) She wakes up and is like, does it hurt? (laughs) I'm just saying that the look on Angela Lansbury's face was level 10 creepster. Yeah, it's it's pretty creepy. (laughs) I guess that's why we need sexual education now. Because we're not just letting our kids watch us fuck. (laughs) 
that's basically it's like why didn't we ever need this before it's like oh because you literally couldn't escape people fucking to save your life they were just everywhere and nobody cared i was gonna say the the kid that keeps like trying to uh trying to hit on her like he doesn't do anything like overtly creepy other than just like he just is very insistent on talking to her whenever she, like, very clearly doesn't want him to. But there's just something about his asshole face that annoyed me. Well, men are shit. Yeah. I mean, they are. <laughs> and also, like, this is, this is even going to the fact that I always complain about children characters in movies. There's just something about him that's just annoying. Maybe it's his voice. I'm not sure. It's that tooth, man. <laughs> or the lack thereof. It's the gap. The gap. <laughs> it keeps me real... Straight urchin noise sound to his voice. Yeah. He's got that poor. I, I'm Joe Mango. Look at me. I'm a straight urchin missing a tooth right in front. Jesus Christ. Do the prospector dance I am. God. Don't prospect much on the streets of London. Yeah. Well, you can call it that. Uh, just the fact you started. The fact you started that with look at me, I'm Joe Mingle is what got me so I hope that you'll uh, let him know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure he'll hear this. Yeah, he does. He'll hear it himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, So they go in the woods together. He's like, let's make out. And she's like, nah. And then he's like, what are you, scared? She's like, I'm not scared to make out. Okay, maybe I am because your tooth is just gone. So she runs away into the woods. He's like, where the fuck did she go? He gets chased off by wolves, and she climbs a tree and finds an egg with a fucking statue in it. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. All right, and then, then. Cool. she uh, cool, 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 cool. she talks to <laughs> her mom about... Yeah. She tells her mom a story about... No doubt, uh, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> a rich guy that I, uh, apparently uh, knocked up a girl and fucked off. There's a story in between this, too. Like, it's really short. Really? Though. Yeah. For, before this scene, there's a scene where the girl's with her grandmother again in front of the church... And I kind of didn't really get what this had to do with the grand scheme of things, but it's just like another case of her grandmother just being like, men are terrible, don't listen to them, and like just openly insulting the priest directly behind her. But her story basically just amounted to, I I think it's supposed to be like a beware of strangers kind of thing, because basically like this this dude, he's he's out in the woods. For some reason, I can only assume because again, imagery... Uh, someone pulls up in like an old like white Rolls Royce, and it's just a dude in just like a suit that I, I'm making the assumption is supposed to be the devil. And yeah, she said you'll meet the devil in the woods, or a man will, or something. Right. Like so, that. and he gives a potion to the guy that that's there. Uh, the guy rubs the potion on himself, and he starts growing chest hair. I guess supposed to be like supposed to be like I guess imagery for like he's becoming a man, but then like he just points end up like. Binding him up, and well, then, they evil did him. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then it, and then he like screams, and then it. That's the end of it. it for whatever reason, he screams. He it will. It cuts to the the actual girl in her room, modern day for this, where she like woke up from her nightmare, and then she goes back to sleep, and then it goes back to in front of the church, and then we get to the point about the whole uh, you know story with the rich folk and all that. Also, like, there's a really hilarious scene here whenever the boy gets back to the village. Without the girl. Yeah. And like the dad, David Warner, starts beating the shit out of the boy. And then the mom runs over and starts beating the shit out of the boy. And then the Dude, boy's it's dad a runs over. a bar fight. <laughs> it really is. The boy's dad runs over. He's like, I quit hitting my son. And he they, whips they that start dude's fighting. ass and he goes right back to kicking that little boy's ass. <laughs> he is whipping the shit out of him. 
Like, he's not, like, spanking him or, like, slapping him in the face. He's, like, kicking him in the nuts and, like, punching him in the kidneys and shit. Well, he's this kicking a... this little boy's ass. He agreed to let his, uh, his yeah. daughter go out on a walk with him, and he shows up and is like, Hey, wolves! I don't know. <laughs> it's like, guess what? Stay in the woods until you bring my fucking daughter back, you piece of shit. And like, just, I only have one living daughter. <laughs> it's like, you know that my other daughter got the shit beat out of her legs by wolves. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So um, they're like, seriously, a straight up bar fight. And then she just throws the mom of the main character girl, uh, Rosalie or whatever her name is. I think it's Rosaline. Or Rosalind or whatever. She dumps a bucket. She dumps a bucket of water on Dad, and he's like, like so shocked by that that he just the bar fight stops. And then one second later, Rose shows up and is like, "Hey guys, I brought this statue." And they're just like, "Where the fuck were you?" I was in the spooky woods, far from the trail where I said I wouldn't go. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's either that or get raped by Scott Farkas, I think I'll just pass. <laughs> Whatever's in the woods is probably much kinder than that. Okay, so this is what reminds me of the... Uh, Sorry, Scott. The pie-eating scene. Yeah, yeah. Sam yeah, very much. There's even a lard-ass there. Lard-ass. 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 I fucking love that movie. Dude, it's so good. So, this woman shows up. Okay, so they're all having just a high-upscale, high like, Beethovenian wedding with all yeah, the fucking powdered wigs. This is actually outside the house at the uh, current timeline. Oh, is cool. It? I didn't realize. It, yeah, it's in the background. You know, behind the tent. Cool beans. So they're all there with their powdered wigs and their hors d'oeuvres, and there's one woman who's just like mowing the fuck. This is like Mark with wings. <laughs> this is like there's no end to the number of wings. Well, you know that she was given a direction: eat as disgustingly as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. So she shows up and she's pregnant. It's like when the fucking Mogwais eat the fried chicken in Gremlins. Ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like, like zooms that. into their nasty little greasy faces, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're oh, greasy man. little fucking. <laughs> Cheerio fingers and the fucking <laughs> crazy slimy teeth eating the meat. That that really makes me want to get some KFC. Yeah, me too, weirdly. <laughs> well, next week, whenever the Harvest Homecoming is here, we can walk down and get a big old fucking turkey leg and eat like a goddamn king from the 18th century. Uh, uh, <laughs> Harvest. Harvest. <laughs> the rejected pregnant girl shows yeah. up. And uh, I guess she looks at this mirror, and it cracks, and everyone turns into wolves. Yeah. Well, not everyone. But it's kind of comically. It, well, it's like the guys that are in the band don't change. There were people standing that weren't in the band that were also... Well, I think they were all servants, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. not everyone in the tent changes, just the people she wanted revenge on. Like, their feet are exploding out of their shoes. There's a lot of exploding feet shoes. <laughs> you know the the woman's a witch, just for the sheer fact she's the only person with red hair here. She hasn't got shit all over her. Yeah, she's like, you're no better than... Did she say dogs or did she say wolves? I think she said wolves. I uh, mean, it, they're interchangeable in this movie. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but I, I did think it's really funny. Like, they all turn to turn into, like, dogs, and, like, they run out. And then, like, she just kind of looks at the band. And the band just kind of looks at her. And then they just, like, do a bow to her, and she does it back. And I'm, I'm thinking they're just like, fuck these Richies. And yeah. then just leave. Yeah, well, obviously. Dude. Uh, what about the peacock? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we can't forget about the fucking peacock. Like, 70 dogs just run out of this tent. And, like, three or four of them simultaneously straight tackle this goddamn peacock. The peacock disappears for a second they hit it so hard. <laughs> you think it's obliterated, but yeah, it, I'm it like, oh, like, shit! As soon as these dogs are gone... Peacock like, stands right back up and is like, what? What? 
It's like that guy that's getting his ass beat in a fight that just gets right back up and is like, I'm winning. It's fine. It's like, don't worry. I'm, I'm still in this. Also, the transformation of all the people in this scene, like, before they turn into dogs, like, they look like some straight up, like, Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, are so fucking terrifying that somebody made a parody of those animatronics as a scary horror video game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I think it's perfect. Right up the alley. Okay, I think we're ready to go into the last part of the movie. Yeah. Where uh, she's off to grandmother's house with Again. a uh, bag with a basket of supplies. One of those supplies being straight up moonshine. Maze. Little Red Riding Hooch. Yeah. She uh-huh. meets a bejeweled... <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hold on. <laughs> so, um, she's got this fucking absinthe looking shit. And she's wandering through the woods, and I guess she's got some, like, biscuits or cookies or some damn... I guess that's the same thing in England. She's walking through there, and uh, this guy just appears out of nowhere. Just the most bejeweled creep you've ever fucking seen. He's a real fancy lad. Yeah. (laughs) This is straight on the level of pedophilia of hard rock zombies. Yeah. (laughs) Also, this guy has what I can only describe as an aggressive unibrow. Oh, yes. Like... The guy earlier in the movie, whenever they were talking about, like, beware unibrow, I was like, he, like, he obviously had a unibrow. Like, there was no ignoring it. But this guy is just like, I, if he had a, a thick beard, the middle part of his brows would be thicker than that Do you beard. guys not know about the unibrow werewolf lore? No, or, I don't. Like, no, oh, no. You've never heard of this? Uh-uh. Well, like, in, in werewolf lore, like, the thicker and, like, more bushy your unibrow is, the more powerful of a werewolf you are. Huh. I 100% made that up just now, Jeets. I know. You're full of shit. The guy, the guy from Alabama a... is like huge werewolves. <laughs> you, you wouldn't fucking believe it. So I want that to be true. <laughs> Especially like a modern day werewolf where like the guy shaves. Like, he actually, he waxes his unibrow so people don't know. And then he changes into a, he changes into a giant werewolf. And they're like, I didn't know you were so strong. He's like, I have a massive unibrow. <laughs> the way you were looking at me just now, like, it's like you knew I was making that up. But also you were like, I feel like this might be real. It was like 50-50. Like, I'm, like, I'm going over <laughs> my head and I'm just like, this sounds it's not any if it, weirder. If it's, hey, if it's just folklore that you're making up. It's folklore. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just the fact that somebody else hasn't said it. <laughs> yeah, we Stephen told it, cheats and cheats believed it, and then I said I like it, so it's official. It's real. Yep. Now spread my children. <laughs> Go tell the world. Spread your children. Ew. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> so he's getting real aggressive, and it's like he's like, well, if you beat me, to, he's, he's like bust out his compass. He's like, look at this witchcraft. It's like she believes that she can't believe this compass is real. But meanwhile, she's like, yeah, it's totally normal to find a crying baby statue inside of an eagle. <laughs> totally normal. She makes a bet with him that if she that if he can't beat her back to the cottage, he'll have to give her his compass and she'll have to give him a kiss. A key? Um, That's why he says it. That's why we're doing that. <laughs> obviously, he beats her there because he's a creature of the night and can move through the woods at whatever speed he feels like. He bamboozles grandma into <laughs> letting the door open. No, well, yeah, I mean, it's not like the door was locked. She didn't. Need no, it. but he he it's made like it. He made like a little girl voice. Right. It's just me, just the land shark. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like she knocks. He knocks before he comes in. She's like, just come on in. It's like, why the ruse? Just go in. Her fucking door weasel screeches at him and he fucking karate chops it. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. That's another thing that makes. That's me think a she's hint a witch. for the witch. Yeah. 
There, what else did she have besides the door weasel that was like a live There's creature? There's a boy constrictor on her way to their house. <laughs> no, I mean like in the house. I thought there was like two live animals, two animals that weren't alive that were like animated somehow. Straight up reanimator style, that cat. Granny puts up a fight here at the beginning. Yeah, she's whipping his ass with a hot poker yeah. and shit. And then you get some more, like, cool, like, practical effects. Yeah, he catches the poker and it, like, fucking grills his hand. And then he just straight up karate Slap, chops yeah. her fucking head off. Like, <laughs> slaps her head off her shoulders. Like, I understand. Great end of days. Like, I understand it was a karate chop, yeah. but, like, the, the, the impact can only be described as a slap. Well, yeah, for sure, but it was definitely, like, it was a judo chop. It was like yeah. a yeah. <laughs> Angela Lansbury's fucking bloody stump is still there, but her head flies across the room and just shatters on the fireplace like a fucking porcelain doll's head. That's how I'd like to go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Karate chop by a werewolf. <laughs> this is what is really hilarious, though. Is like if say like you just turn this movie on, like and you'd go to that scene. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, say that you were, say this movie came on TV or something, and you like sat down in your chair and you like fucking flipped it on, and it, and it was like 20 minutes into the movie. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you get to the scene, and like the head fl- flies off and just turns to porcelain. Like you would be so fucking like, what? Yeah, Steven, you have no least- idea. That's exactly the experience that I had with this. So I had watched it on late night TV one time. I didn't see the whole thing. I thought they were. For some reason, I thought they were in... I remember it being, like, Western Frontier rather than, <laughs> like, medieval England. Well, maybe there's a sequel. I don't know. But uh, I remember... I definitely remember, like, a Red Riding Hood sequence and the werewolf transformation. Yeah. That you, you would you would remember that. So you, you experienced this. You, As a kid. Your first watch through, you didn't, you didn't know that it was a dream sequence, essentially. <laughs> Which doesn't matter. Like, even knowing that it was a dream sequence, like... There's been some weird shit, like, throughout this, but not, like, this weird of shit. Not, like, karate chop a head off and then it turns into a porcelain fucking, like, sh- it shatters like a fucking porcelain sink. Like, whatever, Steven. Like, considering the, uh, the points and, the, like, lessons it's trying to, like, put with this, like, the, the head turning porcelain goes from, like, implying to, like, this is just like, you should get this point. Why didn't you get it? Like, that is exactly what it's this is. It's art meets trash. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she pretty much Obi-Wan Kenobi, the werewolf, where it's like, he tries to kill her, but she's like, fucking joke's on you. I just turned myself into Mrs. Potts and just fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Turned I didn't myself, even think about that. <laughs> turned myself into Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts were shattered into a billion pieces and then they reverse the case <laughs> she'd be just ripped to pieces <laughs> and you know what's funny about that it's like you know that beast is not careful with anything you know how many living plates and shit he's probably broken Fit in fits of rage yeah. he's like, just went, they just like, <laughs> i fucking hate this smashes a cabinet <laughs> yeah. just kills like 12 people kills the cabinet and all the fucking dishes in there <laughs> and you know they're all alive because there's a whole musical number where they're all like dancing and singing i know does chip have a, a notch missing from his head whenever no he's, <laughs> no he doesn't i think his shirt is slightly damaged or something like it's not a, or no it's a, is it his tooth it doesn't matter point is, and also chip gets to spend 20 years of his life being a child <laughs> that's kind of terrible in and of itself yeah it's pretty funny unless he didn't. He wasn't part of the original curse, and a- Angela Lansbury Pot just fucked one of the other things. <laughs> she fucked a, a tea saucer, and this is what came out. He's like, "Was I always a teapot?" Oh, 
That explains the chip. Yeah. Uh, it's like, bang, bang. It's like, you're in the ninth <laughs> trimester of your pregnancy. Are you sure I'm not going to put a dent in its head or something? No, it's fucking fine. <laughs> ninth trimester. That's not a thing. Ninth month or the last trimester. I don't like anything about this joke. Now, now that we're done with it. <laughs> Fuck you. Now Little Red Riding Hood shows up and she, and again, the fucking ruse for no reason. He, she opens, he's like, she knocks. He's like, it's just your old grandma in here. I'm definitely not a wolf. I'll give you the exact same instructions, even though you should know them. <laughs> and also, I'm your grandma, so unless I'm in here just furiously masturbating, I don't see any reason why you would need to knock. <laughs> I guess she could be shitting, because there's no rooms once again. Let me empty the bucket. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> just throw it out the fucking poop window. There was a poop window. <laughs> fucking poop window. <laughs> God, that was real. That was a real thing. She goes into the cabin. She she starts talking to, I guess we'll just call him Wolfman, even though he's not a wolf yet. And this entire thing, like, bothers me because, like, there's an altercation. He's pretty obviously killed her grandmother. Like, they're kind of going back and forth where, like, he's, like, trying to, like, snatch her before she actually, like, wounds him. And before he turns into a wolf, there's, like, hesitation on her side because she's like... Man, I kind of want to fuck this guy. So even though he killed my grandmother and is trying to hurt me, I should probably talk to him for well, a Well, he's like, take off your cape and burn it. Burn your cape. It's a sign of, sign of freedom. You don't need it anymore. Yeah, he's straight up telling her he's gonna kill her. And the thing is, she does the perfect and best thing you should do if you're in a hostage situation, which is to, like, keep the person talking, like... Make sure they know a lot about you so that maybe they'll realize you're about to kill a real person if you kill me. It, this is like hostage shit 101. And so she's just basically distracting him until she can go fetch that gun. She's like, Grandma's not by the wood pile. She shoots him and he, he gets the Gene Simmons tongue out. There was well, another Gene the Simmons snout, tongue. Uh, the snout of the dog burst through his fucking mouth. <laughs> and then he, then it sheds the whole skin. Right. He's, like, wounded from being shot, so she tells him, like, the last story, which is is also pretty short, kind of like the, the second one we had before. Or, I'm sorry, actually, well, I guess the th- third one. A couple of these are really short. I don't know why I'm having trouble to remember which ones are which, but she tells him a story about uh, a, yeah, a she-wolf who <laughs> was wounded and came to a village and was helped and kind of nursed back to health before she eventually decided that... She couldn't be part of, of uh, their world and leaves. Um, which is the, the setup for the end of the movie where they've tracked them down to the cabin and they burst in, uh, both of her parents along with some village people. Not to be confused with the band. <laughs> yeah. And Nobody listens the, to this, they <laughs> see that she's turned into a wolf as well. And so her and the, the stranger kind of jump out the window run out there's some more dreamy sequences of like wolves running through stuff and supposedly they burst out of the dream world into the real world and the movie ends with the real person see i wasn't sure if that was supposed to be happening or if that was just another part of the dream it's just a waking nightmare like in uh american werewolf in london because there were some like shots of wolves you know, didn't you say there was like a sniper on set or something? Yeah, like that? so most of the, uh, like the wolves that were in this movie, as, as we've joked about, were just dogs yeah. or just like German shepherds painting like wolves or died. There were a couple actual wolves, yeah. and apparently, like, 
they had a sniper on set from what I was reading on IMDb. And the director even told the sniper, he's like, hey, if this comes to this, you're going to have to shoot twice. You're yeah. going to have to kill the wolf, and then you need to snipe me for the fact that I let a child be hurt by a wolf. Right. So, Well, I mean, like the scene where she's telling him the story, yeah. like that is very clearly she's like snuggling up against a wolf. Yeah. But this next scene where the dog, where it's dogs running again, yeah. this is even more hilarious because it shows every single one of these fucking dogs jump through her house window. And it's just like a slow-mo. And then like the last two are those big fluffy ones. Right. And so they're like the last two to the window. And you're like, aw. I'm not sure if they jump so much as just kind of float. They, they just, just the like fluff. cloud through the window. Yeah. Like, I want to <laughs> snuggle with that dog. I know. Yeah, these dogs are definitely good boys. We did skip over one thing that I liked. Which is, once the boy gets that his ass handed to him by the dad of the girl that he left in the woods with the wolves they all go out in a hunting party and trap a wolf in a punji pit or whatever this is called uh, with a goot or with a uh, duck lure and they straight up blow this wolf the fuck away (laughs) it's like philip was said it's like the the scene from robocop (laughs) yeah they just shoot him with every bullet they had it's like you could have just left him in the fucking pit he wouldn't have been able to get back out when dad shows up it's like, when I took a paw with me, I cut a paw off of the wolf, and when he brings it back, it's a fucking human hand with a ring on it. And then when he tosses it in the fire... The daughter's like, so did you kill a wolf or a man? Because, uh... Right. Looks like you brought a human hand back. I thought I must have missed something. Was this like a ring that her sister had had? I don't remember. I, don't, I, don't I, I so. thought what they were implying was that her sister had been... A werewolf somehow, but they I thought they buried her. I know what you're talking about. There was a weird emphasis on the ring. I took it as just like showing the fact that this was a person rather than anything else. Right, a person with a yeah, human I mean, life. That basically. was a man hand. Yeah. Well, I, I, that was the other thing is that like when the guy opens up the cloth, it's literally just a hand. When he tosses it on the fire, it's a hand, it's a hand and an arm up to the elbow. <laughs> like it's way longer in the fire. So I just assumed that was just. Well, they couldn't prop. burn the hand prop. That one was way more expensive. Yeah, whatever. Sure, where they could just made that out of wax. <laughs> so, pretty good. Well, this one, not the fucking Blair Witch. <laughs> Bring out that diggity scale. Bring in up that beautiful diggity scale. Blair Witch Project gets supreme diggity. Fucking no, it doesn't. <laughs> I will fucking judo chop your head off. <laughs> well, that's fine, because I'll just turn into Mrs. Potts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the scary one from the new live-action Beauty and the Beast. This is an extremely generous score, I feel. I'm going to give Blair Witch Project a slight rise in diggity, only because I'm having to watch it out of... It's an element where it belongs. It's the only place where it works. I think back then I might have given it just enough. Yeah, me too. I think. But, uh, yeah. I think Slight Rise is th- probably fair. Especially because, like, Stephen talked about, it hammered into us, like, this is the movie that started that crazy wave of fucking uh, found footage movies. Some of which are not that bad. And uh, some of which I actually like. But it's like Stephen hates the found footage genre mostly because of motion sickness, I would assume. Because the, the cameras never stop fucking shaking. This one especially was, was pretty rough. Well, because it was shot with just three random assholes in the woods. Like, this isn't going <laughs> to yeah. be steady or look good. <laughs> three random assholes! <laughs> You're an asshole! <laughs> Call me sir, goddammit. No, uh, Company no. of Wolves, an overwhelming surplus of diggity. Oof. 
Dang, that's Ooh. that's a bit higher than I was expecting. I thought about just enough, but that doesn't seem like I could go yeah, we just didn't enough. Mention it. It's at the low end of an overwhelming. We didn't surplus. mention it at the beginning, but uh, it's directed by uh, Neil Jordan, who does a lot. Who, uh, at the, at least at the time, was doing a lot of like prestige kind of stuff. All right, so I'll give uh, Blair Witch low end of slight rise of diggity, slight rise in diggity, just because I like like we said, it's a trailblazer. Not one I particularly care for, but it's like Jordan. I never liked Michael Jordan, but you got to respect the fucking shit out of him. That's fair. I mean, obviously Jordan was the best, and this is not the best. But no. This is more like, you know, LeBron. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, it was it was definitely the best example of totally fucking fooling people into thinking this was real. Like, that's not probably ever going to happen. Uh, as far as Company of Wolves... I gotta go fair amount of diggity. I wasn't that into it. I love the certain gore effects and transformation, but I just I wasn't really into the style. It's it's kind of a period piece style. Like even though I know it's a dream, still felt like a period piece style to me, and just wasn't into it. That's fair. I I kind of. I know. I, I said fair. I know. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm also gonna give it a fair amount of diggity. I think it's pretty good. And I think it came in with points that it wanted to make, and I think it made them pretty well. I wasn't super into it. I would still recommend it to someone. Blair Witch, I will objectively give a slight rise and dignity to, because it gets points for what it tried to do. And then subjectively, it will get no dignity, because it made horror worse. No dignity. Yeah, I'm just going with Philip completely on, because slight rise for Blair Witch. Oh, overall only surplus for the other one because there's really nothing quite like it. And yeah, there's not really any mistakes either. Like, what no. did you give Company of Wolves? I gave it a fair amount. Fair and enough. that's just you're not liking this particular kind of thing. It's it's not anything to do with the quality. Yeah. like I definitely think people should still watch it. I would recommend oh, for, it. For, for sure. Like that's, that's what I mean. Like I would definitely recommend it. Like, I think it's pretty good Like overall. I just wasn't super into it. I mean, it's probably a top ten werewolf movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, how, how many good werewolf movies are there? Like, five? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's probably a top six werewolf movie. <laughs> so, as we all know, Sid Haig passed away in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And we have done many, many movies with Sid Haig in them. Just a few to name Foxy Brown. Foxy. And uh, uh, the Halloween remake and Creature. You know, with the Crocodile Man. And uh, Brad commented on our post and he said and this is brad uh former co-host of return of the living podcast said uh bone tomahawk might be my favorite sid haig movie and he isn't even in it for long he was slash is the man yeah it's an insanely good movie uh so and he did a great job in it r.i.p we always seem to bring up bone tomahawk very memorable (laughs) i mean it's bone tomahawk's yeah, <laughs> it's super good. For better or for worse, I can't get the scene out of my head. <laughs> if only whenever they split that guy in half, he turned to porcelain. Right? <laughs> or better yet, it was a piano. A piano. A piano. A, piano <laughs> a, a pin, piñata full of candy. A piñata full of candy. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify. They can find us on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn. 
Overcast, or pretty much anywhere else that you get your podcasts from. If you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can find us on Twitter at MPM Podcast or on Facebook or Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown. Uh, check out some other shows that we have at United Cipher, like Music Video Countdown, the Curly Mustache Podcast. Those are currently running. Or you can check out older episodes of the Anime Alphabet, Fallout Forecast, or Talks Over Games. And lastly, check out some podcasts from friends of ours like Nerdonomy, The Whiskey Reel, Sorry to Waste Your Time, and Code Yellow, A Scare Actors Podcast. This has been week three of Spooky Mo- Spooky. So if you want to get one of the t-shirt designs from the show, there's a Zegama Beach shirt and a Exploding Heads Put Asses in Seat shirt. And those are at radioactivesuit.redbubble.com or just go to the link on United Cypher's website. Do it and then buy a t-shirt and then send us a picture of it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And you can also get these as uh, it's stickers, right? Like vinyl stickers you can put on things? Oh, yeah. You can. Yeah, I've, I made a couple of vinyl stickers for myself just because I wanted these designs. I didn't know if I would necessarily wear it. Oh, I guess I would. It just seemed a little weird to wear a shirt design that I made. You should also upload our, our regular logo as stickers. Just the logo? Yeah. Okay, well, with that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Rust Rosenberg. Feel the thrill, college. Cheats the streets, McGee. Andy Hurt. And we'll see you next time.